0: What is up everyone, it's Quinn here and in this video I'm going to be going through my week 17 top 18 tight end rankings while also splitting these tight ends up into different tiers. If you guys enjoyed the video, hit that like button and subscribe to the channel. Um, Also check out my other positional rankings if you guys are interested. Hopefully this helps you set your lineup at the tight end position to bring home that fantasy football championship. But let's just dive right into it. And I feel like over the last few weeks, we've had this pretty consistent tier one of five different options. There's no longer like the Travis Kelsey clear tight end one who's just miles ahead of everyone else. It's just not where we're at at this point at the tight end position. And I actually don't have Kelsey as my tight end one this week. Unfortunately, over the second half of the season, whether it's due to this Chiefs offense, his age potentially slipping a little bit. Um, injuries that he suffered this season. Kelsey hasn't had that top tier ceiling. And he also hasn't had a super high weekly floor. So I don't think he needs to be locked in as like that top option every single week. So this week, I'm going with Trey McBride as my top option here. I think this Cardinals offense can put up points against this Eagles defense, especially through the air. Trey McBride is Kyler Murray's number one target. So I like him here as my tight end one. Then I have George Kittle in just a really, really nice matchup here against the Commanders. I talked about it, you know, with Brock Purdy, he had a very rough week 16. I'm expecting a full-on bounce back here in a nice matchup against the Commanders. So I think Kittle is a solid play and is going to be my tight end two. Then I have Travis Kelsey as my tight end three. He's still going to be very involved. The targets have still been there week to week. And I would say this is a plus matchup here against the Bengals. But like I said, it seems weird to have him as the tight end three because, you know, for pretty much years, he's just been penciled in as the top option. But that's where we're at at this point. And then after Kelsey, I have David Njoku. And if this wasn't a really rough matchup, I think you could make an argument for Njoku being as high as the tight end one. I just think the matchup is not great, which could hold him back a little bit. Uh, But he has just been super impressive over the second half of the season. Also paired with Joe Flacco, his numbers have been great. Flashing a really high ceiling while also having a very consistent weekly floor. Commanding a lot of volume week to week. So I like Njoku here as a a strong high-end tight end one. And then wrapping up this tier with Sam Laporta. If you want to put Laporta higher, I get it. He's had some huge games Um, you know, along with some of these other tight ends in this tier. I still have a lot of confidence in Laporta this week going up against the Cowboys. Um, It's just a pretty contested tier here in uh, tier one. Now shifting into tier two, going to have three tight ends here. It's going to be Evan Ingram, Jake Ferguson, and Isaiah Likely. Now Evan Ingram could kind of, you know, move up or down depending on Trevor Lawrence's health, I guess more so down. If Trevor Lawrence isn't playing, then I'd probably bump him down a few spots. Potentially into tier three. If T Law is playing, this is pretty much where I'd have him slotted in here. Not a great matchup against the Panthers, but at this point, he's a clear top two target for uh, this Jaguars offense. Then I have Jake Ferguson. He's just been a really solid option. Nice mid tier tight end one, you know, over the last few weeks and pretty much over like the second half of the season. So I like him here. Also like the matchup against the Lions. And then wrapping up this tier with Isaiah Likely. Another guy who's just kind of filled in as a solid, you know, top 10 tight end with Mark Andrews out in the games with no Andrews. Isaiah Likely's commanding volume. He has a pretty solid base floor and has also flashed a little bit of a ceiling um, in a couple of his starts with no Mark Andrews. So that's going to be my tier two. Now shifting into tier three, another three man tier going to start it off with Dallas Goddard. Um, like the matchup here against the Cardinals, I think this could be a good spot for Goddard. He's the clear number three weapon on this offense behind A.J. Brown and Devonta Smith, which means I do think his weekly ceiling is a little bit capped. The floor is not as great either, um, but I think he's still relevant as like a back-end tight end one play. I guess this week he's more of a mid-tier tight end one play just due to guys like Kincaid and Taysom Hill just completely falling off over the yeah, past couple of weeks. Coming off a solid game in week 16, I think this is a fair spot for Dallas Goddard. Then I have Dalton Schultz. This is going to be assuming that CJ Stroud is back this week. We saw when these guys were healthy, um, you know, we've had Stroud miss a couple games, Schultz was banged up a little bit. When these dudes were both healthy and Schultz was operating as a clear-cut tight end one, he was giving you really strong production at the tight end position, easily a tight end one um, in those matchups. Decent matchup here against the Titans. I think this could be a good spot for Dalton Schultz in the uh, fantasy championships. And then the final tight end in this tier is going to be Cole Komet and there's really no guarantee that he's actually gonna suit up this week. If he does play, this is the tier I'd have him in, um, but he may be a little bit limited, which is why I do have him below Goddard and uh, Dalton Schultz. If he doesn't play, definitely not gonna be interested in playing his uh, backup, Robert Tunyon. Now looking at tier four, I'm gonna start off this tier with Tucker Kraft, and I think we do have to monitor Luke Musgrave's health because Luke Musgrave could come off of IR this week and uh, you know make his return after missing, I believe, five games. Earlier on in the season, Luke Musgrave pretty much had the role and usage that Tucker Kraft has right now. The thing is, though, Luke Musgrave never really capitalized on it. He was running a ton of routes had a super high route participation week to week. I mean, early on in the season, he was running more routes than any of the wide receivers and he just didn't really capitalize. Uh, Tucker Kraft has really capitalized over the past few weeks. So I would expect Kraft to still be the better option, but maybe he's not dominating the snaps like he has um, you know, with Musgrave on IR. So, after Tucker Craft, gonna go with Hunter Henry. He returned to practice here heading into week 17. Prior to missing week 16, he had two really strong back to back games. He clearly has some solid chemistry with Bailey Zappi. I don't know if the touchdowns are gonna continue coming through, but if you're throwing a dart, you might as well go for someone who's put together strong games in recent weeks. And then the final tight end in this tier is going to be Kyle Pitts, going up against the Bears. Not a great matchup. Um, Pitts has shown some life over the last like three games. He's had a decent role in those matchups. So I think he's relevant here as like a high-end um, tight end two play. And then my final tier, tier five, going to start it off with Gerald Everett. He's commanded a lot of volume in the last three games, eight targets in each of those matchups. I don't know how sustainable that is. Um, it doesn't seem like something that I really want to get super involved in if I could avoid it. Just not a super high weekly floor. It seems like the ceiling is also pretty much non-existent at this point unless he catching like two touchdowns. But just due to how thin the tight end position is at this point, I guess he slides in here as like my tight end 15. Um, then we have Darren Waller. Not a great game in uh, week 16. I think I talked about it in the tight end start sift video. It seems like he just came back from injury a little bit too late where he hasn't really gotten to like work his way back to close to 100%, or at least what we were seeing earlier on in the season. So I still think he could be playable if you're super desperate, but not someone I'm overly excited to play. And then the two guys I mentioned earlier on, Taysom Hill and Dalton Kincaid. I mean, a couple of weeks ago, I was talking about how deep the tight end position was. There was like at least 12 different guys that you felt super confident playing in your lineup. And that was counting on Taysom Hill and Dalton Kincaid. They have certainly not come through over the last two weeks. Taysom Hill's role has just completely disappeared. Don't know what happened there. I mean, he was efficient in his opportunities. He was solid on the goal line. And then all of a sudden that role is just gone. And then for Dalton Kincaid, I mean, he was emerging as their number two target with no Dawson Knox. Dawson Knox comes back. He has a fine role in the first week. And then the last two games, I mean, snap share below 50%. That's worse than we were seeing in like his first ever NFL game in week one. So not great usage for Kincaid. Still think he's a nice option long-term, you know, as a dynasty asset, but for this season, it's not looking great here in week 17, but that's going to wrap it up for my top 18 tight end rankings. Hopefully this helps you set your uh, tight end position. If you guys did enjoy the video, hit that like button. Thank you all for stopping by. Go get that W this weekend, and I will see you guys in the next one.